1: So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's Business Leader, 1220 KDOW.
2: Welcome in. Uh, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money investing, and much, 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 much more. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for being part of the show. Thanks for focusing on getting into retirement. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, stocks. End of the season, holiday shopping. There's some stuff out there that we can talk about. There's no doubt about it. Don't be shy. Pick up the phone give me a call. We talk about 2013, and I think we do talk about 2013. I want to start with an email from Bill. He goes, You probably have the story about the 30-something-year-old man in China who on Friday, 12 hours before Lanza, went on a rampage slashed 21 young children to their deaths. He goes on to say, it's not knives, guns, grand theft auto, or kerosene and fertilizer. It's mental health. People, everyone around them notice. They think they're the joke or something. They may get reported to Obamacare vacation camp for some mental deterioration. A la the cuckoo's nest. Says where psychos have a will. And where I disagree with Bill is semi-automatic weapons kill people at way too fast of a rate. And I'm actually kind of offended that people are going to the mental health care issue before you mourn the loss of children. I'm actually kind of offended people are going to the gun care debate for mourning the loss of children. Do me a favor, Bill. No more emails. When I see... Ineptitude, when I see banality, it's saddening. And you saddened me today. So don't say it's guns. It's people that kill people, not guns. There's no sense someone should have a semi-automatic assault rifle. And don't give me the right to bear arms, crap. Because the right to bear arms was about a militia against our government. Back when it took a minute to load a weapon, it took them a minute to load a weapon. They have a nuclear bomb now. Our government can nuke us anytime they want to. Semi automatic weapons don't belong in the hands of average people. In military and police, absolutely. I just find people sad and pathetic that that's how fast it took for that debate to come up in his head. So do me a favor. I'm not mad at you. Just don't send me any more emails. If you get your calls in the air today. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. It's eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Apple is dictating some sentiment today. Not cinnamon, but sentiment. The stock has been downgraded to neutral from buy over at Citigroup. Will it recover? Will it not? Apple is such a large company. Very few companies have ever become that large and succeeded. In fact, none have. In fact, most of them reverse course House Speaker John Boehner offered a new proposal last night tied towards raising taxes on incomes over a million dollars. Contingent, the White House agrees to big cuts on entitlement programs. Believe it or not, Wall Street seeing that as a step in the right direction. Hey, they're starting to give up some sort of holy cows, sacred cows. What's the right phrase? The market has not given up on the idea of a compromise. So we continue to look at that. Shinsu Abe. He's tied towards the Prime Minister of Japan. He won a landslide victory. Where basically his policy or what promoted him was. He's been in the leader of Japan before. Is hey, we're going to. Fiscally stimulate, fiscally stimulate, fiscally stimulate. We're going to copy America. He wants the Bank of Japan to put the easing accelerator and not let up until deflation has been a run over. His victory was expected. Apple today playing the part of drama queen on Wall Street. To get your calls in there. it's eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. It's 800-516-1220. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. In particular, I think we can talk about 2013. Entering 12, 2012, we had a reasonably high probability that the stock market would put a strong gain. In large part, profits were fantastic dividend stocks were being sought after back in 2011 the view was you know it was a flat 2011 earnings increased 14% in 2011 there's some room to play catch up we saw Europe as yeah they're going to eventually blow up and we kind of know that we saw stronger US building a stronger base and accelerating. So now we look at 2013 almost on the other side of the fence. Economic growth is decelerating. Fiscal austerity is beginning. Earnings growth estimates are too high. So are we looking at a negative return for 2013? I would say, instead of leaning growth, you lean balance. With lingering uncertainty out there, regular mood swings expected, investment strategy being what it may be, I think blend is the right phrase that pays for 2013. Don't overweight. Don't underweight. Be a ninja. Balance things out. That allows for participation in upside moves. It helps mitigate losses. You can hedge through the use of options. You can reduce exposure to high beta stocks. You can favor stocks in counter-cyclical areas like healthcare, consumer staples, utilities, and telecom. They give you that relative strength in volatile periods of time. You can buy shorter-duration bonds. You can raise a little bit of cash in there. You can focus on companies with strong balance sheets that have the capacity to increase dividends in any environment. That's what I'm seeing so far in 2013. It changes as the fiscal debate changes. Stay tuned. You're listening to me, Rob Black. You can find me on Twitter, Rob Black Show. YouTube, Rob Black Show. Facebook group page, I Hate Rob Black. Don't be shy. Call the show today, 800-516-1220. It's 8. 516-1220 516-1220 to get your calls on the air. This austerity is going to bite. And it's here for a few years as we do leverage on a corporate and government balance sheet. Maybe not on the consumer balance sheet. Drake and Barry you' with us Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network.
1: or at robblack.com. Market Minute. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KBOW and iHeart Radio Station.
2: In a story that only come from the United States. The petition to build a Death Star space station has received the 25,000 signatures needed for it to be considered by the White House. The petition, which calls the U.S. government to secure funding and resources to make the construction of a Death Star by 2016, has 27,000 signatures. The Death Star is the size of the moon, so says the Star Wars film franchise, and it's capable of destroying a planet with a single laser beam. Someone has gone out of their way to begin to register a petition that gets all the way to the White House. Personally, I think this person should be locked up. But that's neither here nor there. Trying to funnel resources into space superiority, into a weapon system such as the Death Star Sure, you can create jobs from construction, engineering, space, space exploration. The cost of a Death Star will be 13,000 times the world's gross domestic product, roughly $570 trillion. And our government has to consider this because someone wasted their time. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. 800-516-1220. Let's take a quick look at the numbers. We have a down day on the market. Let's go to Chad. Let's welcome in CFP Chad Burton. He joins us from time to time to talk about all things financial, money, investing, and financial planning concepts. He's with NewFocusFinancial.com. That's NewFocusFinancial.com. Chad Burton, one of the... Topics that comes up on occasion is uh, paying off your mortgage, and there's commercials and there's YouTube videos on mortgage accelerators. I almost don't even want to mention it because these things are pretty evil. They're products that you can sometimes pay three to six thousand dollars. They'll set up a line of credit for you, tied towards you like a second mortgage or a loan, and then they help fund your 401k. Oh, they, I'm sorry. They help you know, pay off your mortgage early. You're basically taking from one of your own pots of money to pay off a mortgage a little bit earlier. Like, they'll put $10 in on the first, and then it'll put another 15 So it does lower your interest, but you're using borrowed money that has an interest rate on it much higher than your mortgage to pay off your mortgage. Mortgage
3: accelerators are pretty evil. Well, I think the worst kinds are the ones that charge you just to set up a bi-monthly payment instead of a monthly payment. All you have to do is, if you look at a calendar and you have 12 payments on your mortgage typically, right. if you do that biweekly, the way it figures out is you end up making one extra payment a year. Right. So you can set that up on your own. Just make one extra payment a year, and essentially it ends up being about the same. Um, so you don't have to pay money to do that, and that's the thing that I get concerned about. And then there's all these other, you know, like you said, credit card deals where you're using some of your loan on a credit card. It gets so confusing, you really wonder what you're paying for. And there's no free lunch on Wall Street or in the banking sector, so be careful. And
2: typically, what I've already found about YouTube is that people put up some pretty vile videos on YouTube. Um, and when I say vile, they're like, it's showing their case. Like, here's why you buy stock options. Here's why you buy gold for me. And they, they paint this horrific picture of either Wall Street, the, the mutual funds, or that you know, in retirement the government's going to tax you 50%, and they'll show you how to get tax-free money. YouTube is kind of evil because I I get emails from senior citizens like what do you think of this product and uh, you watch these videos and they're you know they're okayly produced but it just shows you that these guys don't really have an outlet to get their message across to rip you off. Well, the
3: best produced ones are the ones by insurance agents that have the money to to be able to afford to produce them they're saying things like a life insurance policy uses investment is better than a 401K because you can take tax-free loans in retirement. Right. But these things, I think we've talked about this before, they blow up and interest rates go down, dividends go down, and cost of insurance goes up. And so people buy these things on these pretty ledgers, these pretty sales spreadsheets. And then I pretty much so roll my eyes when someone sends me an email and says, take a look at what this guy
2: said or take a look at his report. He's predicting the stock market to go to zero.
3: Okay, I mean, I know when people ask me, did you hear about what who said on CNBC about the market going zero or P ratios going all the way up to 19 every day? Yeah, there's 20 or 30 of these people in place. Really, you, you've really got to mm-hmm. shut out all the news and have a strategy. You know, a really a written strategy of how you either pick stocks or analyze mutual funds when you rebalance your portfolio and peel the winners off and, and buy some of the stuff that hasn't done well. I do just to shut out the media. I jokingly say this, um, you know, CNBC is porn.
2: No, oh, yeah. there's nothing financial you can get from it. It's 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 financial porn. It's it looks good, but it's like Chinese food. You know, you eat it and then you're pooping it out thirty minutes later. Like there's no nutritional value in it. It's just greasy slop. And I'm, I'm talking American Chinese, not Chinese Chinese.
3: Yeah. Oh, it, it it I think it turns people into a deer in headlights. Yeah. So it either pe gets people too emphatic about an upside move and want to go all in and or too scared on a downside move and go all out. You have basically people that have English degrees yep. ending up on financial channels giving you opinions on the market. And it creates more volatility that's out there. And there's so many opinions When know, I was on the East Coast, I, many I, on the East Coast many I did C N B C and when I'd get there I'd say I
2: got this great stock pick, G E. And they are like, No, 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 not G E. We we need G Wiz. We need something bigger than that. We need something sexier. Do you got like a, a, a network equipment company? And like
1: you can't do that
2: because the producers, they won't put you on if you unless you talk crazy, sexy, crazy ideas. They don't want what Bloomberg does. Bloomberg, I think, is a great financial media company. I think they do a much better job. Not the best job, but a much better job and not getting crazy.
3: Yeah, because they don't have the 15 panel of people arguing about a certain situation because the opinion doesn't matter. It's really what the underlying trend and the fundamentals are in a stock. Melissa Francis, she works at CNBC, and she was the oil girl for a while. Uh Now she's like an anchor. Um, At at CNET, she was the tech girl.
2: Her background was technology, and she goes to CNBC, and now she's like an expert on oil. It's pretty funny. It's laughable. Yeah. Yeah. my co-host, Cheryl Kassani. You know what her background was before she got into financial media? Prom queen? No, she was at Fox. She's at Fox Business, by the way, and she hates me when, every time I say this. She used to be a stewardess at Southwest. Yeah. And now she's on Fox Business and giving opinions on the, the news of the day. You've got to watch out for this stuff. Everybody has an opinion. <laughs> stuff to watch out for and much, much more. So back to mortgage accelerators. Pretty bad idea. If you ever want to accelerate your mortgage, you can do it yourself.
3: That's yeah, the lesson Yeah, it's really the only time I typically tell people to accelerate their mortgage. Let's say you're close to retirement. You're 15 years into a 30-year loan, and you've already, you're maxing out your 401K. You're maxing out your Roth. You've got a lot of money saved up for retirement, so you've got you know the option to either take cash and buy CDs, which are paying nothing, or pay off your mortgage early. If you're way into the amortization schedule on your mortgage and you're no longer getting a tax deduction for it, and all you're doing is looking for a cash alternative, that's about the only time when I tell people, yeah, go ahead and pay your mortgage off.
2: Absolutely. Our parents did it because they saw their parents lose the farm. Mm -hmm. That's not our case. With that said, that's CFP Chad Burton. CFP Chad Burton. Find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black. You can find me at Twitter. Rob Black Show. The Hobbit's the highest grossing December film of all time. Kmart sent out a tweet can be deconstructed as anything positive? No way. Of course, they sent out something stupid. Samsung has an ad right now where Santa Claus or Miss Claus sends an inappropriate sexual text message. Santa. I'm Rob Black.
1: Rob Black has a finance
3: risk-free and get a one-month support.
1: You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and I Heart radio Station.
2: Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and much, much more. I tend to try to point out things to you. That you may not see yourself. Just dumb things at times. Start saving money. It's the number one most important thing I can throw out at you. Start saving money. Too many people live paycheck to paycheck. Start saving money before you get married. Start saving money before you turn 30. Start saving money before you retire. I could say it three or four different ways, but start saving money. You need to accumulate at least two to six months of reserves of spending as an emergency fund, depending on what type of work you do. If you're a nurse and you're easily hireable, two months. If you're an elite car salesperson and you got to take time to get a clientele going, Six months. Say goodbye to separate checkbooks when you get married. Just get on one page. If nothing else, create an account at like mint.com where you're showing everything to each other. One of the biggest flaws that marriages have and relationships have is they don't, They'll share secrets and desires and passions and lovers. But they won't share, like, bank accounts. It's a big source of dissension, contention, frustration. It's in the messages I talk about on a regular basis here. Address your debt issues. Good God. It stuns me in this day and age that people will carry around Ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars of debt, easily. Like it's nothing but a thing. It's a lot of money, especially when you're paying ten, twelve, eighteen percent on it. You're doing cash advances. Holy shnikes, You must be wealthy, and yet you know, and I know, you're not. Update your paperwork. Last thing in the world you want your money to get a person that you no longer love. So this year, when the clock strikes 2013, I guess the clock doesn't strike 2013, but when the calendar turns over 2013, take a look at your uh, retirement plans. Take a look at your 401Ks. Take a look at your insurance. Take a look at your IRAs. Any assets that you might have, title it with the other person in mind. Figure out where your money goes. I think that's one of the best things you can do is say, How much do I spend on groceries? How much do I spend on? That helps you. Try to create some ground rules for spending. Look, I like to party like a rock star. I like to go to Vegas, I like front row tickets to concerts. I like getting lost in Mexico. But with that said, I've got a stinking amount of wealth. I don't have to work till the day I die. So create some ground rules. If you're just getting by, paycheck to paycheck, year over year, you haven't saved enough that you feel like you can say the statement, I can retire with wealth. Create some ground rules. I saw I saw the movie Skyfall I get like two movies a year last movie I saw was Melancholia or something like that incredibly depressing movie about depression I know what was I expected the earth ends in Melancholia actually a planet crashes into the earth and, and we end, we go away it's the last scene I know you're saying spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Get this. James Bond doesn't die at the end of this film. I thought for sure he would die at the end of it. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Q dies. No. No. Yeah, she dies. So, create some ground rules. I want to go to a movie. You know what a movie is? By the time you pay like a babysitter, by the time you pay for dinner, by the time you pay for popcorn, you're talking about like a three hundred dollar night out for most people. Would I buy TV movie tickets in bulk? No, I wouldn't do that either. With a runtime of just under three hours, who's got time for bulk movies? When you look at movies like The Hobbit. Oh, for the record, the Hobbit ends with the ring going in the fire. Oh! Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. But that's it. All the way in Lord of the Rings. A um, couple things more for young couples. Consolidate your credit cards. Try to prioritize purchases. If you can't have this conversation... And you're saying don't don't do a sex conversation. No, I'm not going to do a sex conversation. If you can have this conversation of what do you want to own? A new car? A used car? Do you want some new living room furniture? Do you want a pet? Pets are expensive. If you can't prioritize purchases, what can you do? Buy some life insurance. Highly recommended. When you're in a sugar booger type of relationship? And who's not in a sugar booger kind of relationship? By term life, I keep hearing conversations and commercials and stations like this and others. We're like, whole life lasts your whole life. And that's exactly what you need. You need insurance your whole life. It's a ridiculously inane and silly concept. You don't need insurance your whole life. When you're 95 years old and you finally kick the bucket, do you really need whole life insurance? But you can—you don't lose your money. I actually heard a commercial. They're like, 95% of term life policies expire worthless because you don't die during that term. You don't in, buy insurance to win the lottery. You don't buy insurance to hit it, strike it gold when you die. You save money to strike it wealthy. You buy the cheapest insurance you can get so you can save as much as you can so you can take care of your spouse. People buy whole life insurance stupid financially, and anyone who wants to argue me on that, that's fine. Bring it up. Any financial professional who wants to call into the show and tell me that whole life makes more sense than term life, call the show. I will give you five minutes unadulterated time to espouse your position. Last thing I'll throw out there for young couples is organize your paperwork, people. I'm so tired of you dying like me having to go through your paperwork only to learn like you forgot to sign something. Another area, and I'm tired of this too. Good God, I'm in a bad mood today. People in the mortgage industry who are like, buy real estate, it's a great investment. First and foremost, it's not an investment. It's a liability. Second, they've got a biased opinion in it. I love real estate for the long-term patient investor who can go through high interest rate environments, low interest rate environments, high interest rate environments, low interest rate environments. This actually may be the biggest trap of all time as far as what can happen next. Interest rates are so low now that when they go higher, keep in mind, people don't look at your house and go, I want that million-dollar house. I want that $500,000 house. It's going to be six and a thousand. I know it. People look at your house and they go, that's a $3,000 payment, or that's a $6,000 payment. Or if you're in Louisiana, that's a $150 payment. It's how much can I afford on a monthly basis? And when interest rates go higher, you can afford less. So go punch into a real estate calculator, like $200,000 house, living in like Stockton, boom, shackalaka, laka. Go punch in a $200,000 house and put in 3.5% interest rate and then put in 4.5% interest rate and then put it in 5.5% interest rate.
1: And start looking at that
2: client who you want to buy in that boom, feck a lack a lack city. Like if you live in Palo Alto, you're looking at doctors and lawyers and venture capitalists and bankers. If you're living in Stockton, you're talking about people who have jobs that, where they cut the heads off chickens. So look at the potential clientele. I mean, I, I guess every city is slightly different for sure. I live in a city that's got a lot of blue collars or as I like to refer them to as butt cracks, people that work hard for a living. I live just outside Palo Alto, so there's also what I would refer to as a lot of white collars and a lot of mommies, and mommies want the best for their kids. So they may make a guy who's white-collar engineer buy a house that they really can't afford, It's important to look at this stuff. So your mortgage doesn't affect your home's value. And yet I I hear people in the real estate industry every day telling you, come on, look,
1: look, look, they're going up.
2: The cost of your mortgage affects the value of your home, probably more so than the home itself. Because in the end, I don't like your cabinets. I don't like your toilet. I'd I'd go for a hotter, more rain-drip shower. 800-516-1220 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the area. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on the Wall Street Business Network. What
1: we have to do
0: is get our health cent of our national income on health care. That's about...
1: You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM-1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome in.
2: Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more. So fell, and what do you want to talk about today? I believe that this is a good time now in stocks. I believe you need to be a very choosy investor when picking individual stocks. Otherwise, if you're going to go with, I need to accumulate wealth, I think you should be more of an index investor who has time on their side. Diet Pepsi quietly changes their sweetener. Now you're saying, choosy drinkers need to choose their drinks wisely. Previously, diet Pepsi used only one sweetener, aspartame, which is sensitive to heat; it breaks down more easily. A switch for them is probably tied towards losing market share to Coca-Cola. They say the switch is intended only to help prevent the taste from degrading over time. You get a hot spokes monologue. Sophia. LaGa. LaGa. Modern family. Love every sip. You seeing how the company kinda of like changes the product? Intel. Do you remember the product of the two eighty six, the three eighty six, the four eighty six, the Pentium, the Pentium two, the I three, the I five, the I seven? It's a product. When you talk Diet Pepsi changing and a sweetener, you're talking about the number seven carbonated soft drink. It's got 4.9% of the market share. That's $5 billion. Diet Cokes jumped from 8.7% market share to 9.6%. Diet Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew... sodas are heavily tied towards music these days as a way of identifying with the unsavvy customer base which is the 18 to 35 I know you're saying unsavvy I'm savvy Daniel trust me but you think you know now 5 to 10 years from now you'll be like oh boy thinking you know about love, passion, relationships, you'll be like, oh, boy. Caribou Coffee is being taken private. This is a stock that once was a play on coffee. It's a stock that I used to talk about many, many, many years ago. I know, when you're saying, when you say the word caribou, don't you instantly want to go, caribou and queen? Now we're sharing the same dream, and our heart just beats as one. No more love on the run. $16 stock today. It's up 30% being taken private. We've heard about Pete's Coffee being taken private. Does that tell you that there's a strong interest What Starbucks does? Hell yeah, it does. Now, the problem with caribou, which Caribou and Queen has always been that they make these um, crazy expensive lodges. Like, if you go into a caribou and coffee, caribou and coffee, you'll notice that it's not like as simple as a pizza, it's not as calm as a Starbucks. When you go into a caribou and queen, a caribou coffee came out in 1992, 610 coffee houses, 202 franchise locations. Um, this is a company that acquired them, that has also acquired Jimmy Choo, Valley, and Bellstaff. Earlier this year, this company called Big, Big Kaiser spent a billion dollars to buy Pete's Coffee and Tea. So now they're buying one more coffee company because obviously everyone's losing so much money in coffee. Now, so caribou coffee is pretty good. It's no pizza. I think pizza's, is, in my opinion, the silly bazilly best. But I digress. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800 Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about today. December Empire Manufacturing Survey, lower than expected. October net long-term capital inflows, $1.3 billion inflow versus $3.3 billion inflow previously. Precious metals are moving a little bit higher. Gold and silver calls in the air today. It's 800 It's eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. Hey, so are the 49ers taking more shots downfield under Kaepernick than Smith? A little bit more shots downfield, but actually not that many more. 1.9 times versus 3.4. Kaepernick, he's thrown for 216 yards. Smith threw four hundred ninety two. Kaepernick's average yard per attempt, 8.4. Smith, 8.0. passing touchdowns per game versus 1.4 passing touchdowns per game. Sometimes perception is bigger than reality. They're actually the same quarterback on a lot of levels. And yet, a lot of people think Kaepernick's uh, much more of a gung-ho, gung-slinger that's getting the job done with passing. 49ers are getting the job done
1: with running. Time now for a retirement plan tune-up tip with 30 on iTunes or at robblack.com. When you spend $50 on HP, technology, media, and entertainment, Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network.
2: Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and much, much more. Anything that you want to talk about today, we can talk about. Stocks are rising, snapping a two-day decline. SP 500 investors weighing prospects for budget deal. Basically, American politician John Boehner said something along the lines of, "You know what? Maybe we would do tax millionaires." He didn't say 250,000. He said millionaires. President Barack Obama says let's tax people to make over two hundred fifty thousand, and there the conversation dialogue starts. Boehner also says, "Hey, while we're at it, let's cut some entitlements." So to get close to that two hundred fifty thousand income tax level, maybe Obama throws in some entitlement tax cuts. President Barack Obama and House Republicans differ on how to avoid automatic deficit reduction measures. I think we go over the fiscal cliff. That's a, again, that's just me speaking right now out of the side of my mouth. And the reason I think we go over the fiscal cliff is that I just look at the calendar, I see very few days left. Do I wish that, that we won it? Absolutely. Do I wish that we had a political system that worked a little bit more harmoniously? Yeah, because I can tell you what, when paychecks get cut on January 1st and your payroll tax exemption... Jumps from 3% to 5% or whatever happens to your taxes. I think it's going to be confusing for people. And I don't think we live in a nation where confusion is is liked. Right now the S P 500 trades at 14.5 times reported earnings. Compare that with the average of 16.4 times earnings since 1954. We're up 13% this year. I think we can easily be up. Easily be up 8% next year, maybe more if the economy finds some traction, maybe less if we head towards recession. Manufacturing in the New York region this morning shrank more than forecast for the month of December, showing weakness in the industry. In this whole fiscal cliff, economic recession, Never in my life would I have thought I'd buy an American-made car. And buying a new car is one of the dumbest things you can do financially. But I'm a stupid financial person because I make a lot of money. Buying a new car and seeing, oh, my God, if I have to see Susie Orman commercials ever again, she helps me lose weight. Every time I see her commercial, I vomit. And it's like a, a vomit comet. It's like, it's projectile. But I'm actually buying an American-made vehicle. But not because... I want to buy an American-made vehicle because of recession. Born down in a dead man's town. No Bruce Springsteen here. No love of the blue collar here. No love of the average Joe. Joe Plummer. It's not because I, I like towing stuff around now. I basically tow around my... uh Lightweight vehicle. I tow around my hybrid just to show that hey, I can waste gas with a hybrid. I actually have the hybrid. I don't tow it around. It's actually in the trunk of my uh, t- truck. People are stupid. Clearwire Slum so thirteen percent today. It's Two bucks and ninety-four cents. Two buck ninety-four. Their board of directors agreed to a $2.97 shared takeover from Sprint Nextel. Sprint Nextel. Sprint Nextel got a big cash infusion from a company called SoftBank this year. What's worried about SoftBank is they're not really that much of a bank. They're more of a tech incubator. Why did Sprint Nextel get money from a tech incubator? Because they were the cheapest way to get into American Devices. Connecticut ban on 30 round gun magazines failed after pressure. Magazines that fed bullets into the primary firearm used to kill 26 children and adults at a Connecticut school would have been banned under state legislation. The shooter used a rifle called the Bushmaster AR 15. His rounds contained 30 rounds. Some legislators want to get it down to 10. I hope we see some legislation from this. I really do. Do I want to ban the right to bear arms? No. But the right to bear arms, if you read further into that, part of our Constitution is tied towards a militia tied towards protecting ourselves from the government. Our government now has nuclear weapons. Our government has drones. If you really want the right to bear arms to compete with our government, you're asking for nuclear weapons, high-flying drones that could deliver ballistic missiles? Come on, people. Enough's enough. The average person doesn't really need a semi-automatic rifle. If you want to go hunting, you don't need a semi-automatic rifle. I was stunned and amazed, pleasantly, by the response the world gave to the shootings in Connecticut. Whether it be a soccer team in Europe that wore bands, whether it be the Twitterverse And Kmart sent out their apologies, their condolences. But on Twitter, their final statement was, and here's the top 15 toys of the year. Like, they couldn't not hashtag it to make it about them. It's a shame on you, Kmart. I forgive you because hashtags are crazy and people don't understand and people make mistakes. But I'm pleasantly surprised by the outpouring the one thing I can tell you is that I raise a lot of money for children and animals because I think they're the innocence of our society. The one thing that I have nothing but compassion for are police officers, firemen, and teachers. Most other union workers I don't have a lot of compassion for. In large part I think your jobs replaceable. In large part I don't think your job needs to be protected as much as people who work 24-7, 365, and our teachers. Horrible song in the 80s. I believe the children are our futures. Absolutely true. The children are our future, literally and figuratively. All you have to do is take a look at one stupid law in California, Prop 13, and understand it's all about future generations paying more than the current generation to support our infrastructure. I'm pleasantly surprised by the other one I saw especially for the teachers. A little disappointed that it's back to business as usual, but I understand. If you get your calls in there, it's 800 It's 800 1220 Anything you want to talk about? We can talk about Samsung. They've got a new ad where Mrs. Claus and a sex video that is not appropriate for the sleigh ride. I don't know if we need that. Like, does Samsung need cell phones that bad? McRib's back! Omg! Exclamation mark! That can make me forget about the shootings in Connecticut. Not. To get your calls in the air, it's eight hundred five one six twelve twenty, and it's eight hundred five 1220 to get your calls in the air. I'm Rob Black. You're listening, like your money on the Wall Street Business Network.
1: To Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station.
2: Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I can talk about McRib and the effects that it may or may not have on the economy. I can talk about one of the best stories to come out of Newton, Connecticut, there's actually a group of dogs that travel to distraught, depressed towns to comfort survivors. A group of golden retrievers are sent from a Lutheran organization in Illinois to help comfort survivors. Every now and then you're like, you see a story, you're like, that's a good story. Dogs are non judgmental, they're loving, they're accepting of everyone. They create an atmosphere for people to share. Don't buy a pure breed. Please, please get an animal from a shelter. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, much, much more. We have a day where the market's actually up. We have the end of the year fiscal cliff, John Boehner, President Barack Obama. Will they be able to pull off a deal? Will Grover Norquist scuttle a deal? SP five hundred up ten, the NASDAQ's up eighteen, the Dow Jones Industrial Average up sixty six. Welcome in Chad Burton, certified financial planner from NewFocusfinancial dot com. Newfocusfinancial dot com. Chad, you know, one of the things that I saw that really repulsed me was when Susie Orman came up with a, a debit card, a charge card that's three bucks a month. And yeah, it. it Maybe it's getting people to think more about their money because it's tied towards a person, but I find it foul. I find it vile, vulgar, upsetting. Um, People have problems, though. I mean, she's the LCD. People think the lowest common denominator. That's her audience, people who have problems with visas and credit cards and get into trouble. Um, I like credit. My credit score is high, so I got a great mortgage. I like credit like um, American Express. It itemizes everything for you, and it shows you where you're spending money, and uh, it's an easy way to start a budget. Credit cards are a great way to use a budget.
3: Yeah, American Express is kind of on my list of uh, not-liked credit card issues right now. The way that they handled the uh, credit crisis, they would take corporate cards, and they would lower the credit limit. And the, the way that they did their billing dates, a lot of companies would end up at the, end, the close of their statement dates above the credit line that they had just lowered so right. they could turn around and charge them a much higher interest rate. And you've got to watch out for things like that. It's, and promo fees, people, they get these promo fees, but they don't see the hidden charges. Right. Of certain costs per transaction or a flat fee to borrow money, even though the rates are lower. It's a little financial flat. engineering. Yeah. And, you know, there's, there's tools like, you know, Bankrate.com is a good site where you can go in and, and use their find a credit card tool. Right. And go through the different types of cards that you like. Um, either way, once you do that, you could also use tools like YouPromise.com. So if you got kids, you're trying to send them through college, you can tie all of your credit cards to a place like YouPromise.com so that it tracks your pen spending. And if it you end up buying anything that qualifies for YouPromise credits, what it'll do is it'll... Put a certain amount of money into a 529 plan for you. You've got to set up the right 529 plan. So debit cards, charge cards, visas, and American Express, they're, they're great tools if you use them properly. Like you said, you can set up your credit
2: card and, and get points for your kid's 529 plan with upromise.com. It's letter U and the word promise.com. And I've got, you know, I had a 529 plan even before kids. Like, you could set up a 529 plan before you have kids which is a crazy concept to think about. And every time you go to
3: Safeway or participate in restaurants, it'll throw a little bit of do-re-mi into that for you. Um, and all you do is once you have the child, you change the beneficiary from yourself to the child. Right. So it's something. It, you promise is kind of cool because you could get grandparents involved. You can get churches
2: involved. Remember baby Jessica who fell down the well? <laughs> yeah. The whole world was in love with her. And
3: like, um, Did you sign Jessica up on your U-Promise you plan?
2: You could have. That's the cool thing about it. Is you like you also... had
3: to email her parents your credit card number. Would you do that? I wouldn't. But,
2: <laughs> 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 but like for instance, let's say you're a member of a, a church. A whole church can help send a kid through college by signing up for a you promise account for that kid, um, which
3: is pretty neat. <laughs> you're not. You're not tracking. Good luck getting the this. trust to get everybody's credit card numbers. <laughs> okay, okay, you get
2: the idea. So it's, it's easier for grandparents to help kids. Uh, with something like a you U-Promise. Uh, how about mileage? Are you big into the mileage plans? And
3: Well, it, it depends on a business card. So there's a certain business cards that you end up with air miles that if you if you um, travel a lot, that's yeah. great. Um, the American Express card that I do have, I can cash in those credits for travel. Yeah. Because um, I don't like booking my travel through American Express. It's a pain. I'd rather go direct through Southwest or Alaska, which is the airlines that I use all the time. So I just cash those in and, and have it reduce the the monthly balance that we pay off anyways. So... Um, so you've never taken a, a free trip on the
2: Amex? I don't have to look into you. you're not doing any shady bonuses or perks to yourself. No, nope, I
3: just keep the air miles and book directly through the the airlines and then cash in the travel credit. So it's really you know where you spend your money, and that's why you use tools like Bankrate to find the best card for you. And there's like uh, Visa cards that you can get that you can get five percent off your gas and things like that.
2: They're great ideas, but typically they have higher rates tied towards them. So unless you're paying them off monthly. Not a good idea. The points really don't add up in your favor if you're going to get
3: 18% credit debt. And when you get new cards, you get all these offers like, hey, you're going to have free uh, life insurance for a certain amount of time or free uh, disability to pay off your your balance if you're disabled. And it's only free for a certain period of time. So you get these offers in the mail, and they almost automatically sign you up, and then they start charging your card. So when you get a new card, you really have to look over the bill and be very, very careful on it. Um, ID theft protection is also being added to a lot of cards, but... Um, you know, remember, a lot of times in an ID theft situation, for a card, you're only responsible for the first 50 bucks. And if you're going to buy ID theft insurance, buy it from somebody that doesn't just cover you, but they will pay for the attorney's fees for you to fix the problem. you know what I mean? Because yeah. you, if your ID is stolen, it's typically from check writing or people stealing files. It's not from online banking. And the time that you put in dealing with attorneys to fix that problem—that's the expensive, time-consuming part. So be careful on what type of ID theft insurance you buy as well. That's
2: CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. We're talking all things financial, and you can find him again at newfocusfinancial.com. Did you know you can buy discount movie tickets at Costco for a ten-pack, roughly at thirty-two dollars for ten, i.e., three dollars and twenty cents for a movie, a buck fifty. For a ten-pack for Cinemark films, that ain't bad. Not bad at all, right? Now here's the problem: you got to go see ten movies. I bought into the hype. I saw the James Bond film. It was overrated. And so that's my fear, is that all movies are overrated and or blah. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls in the air. It's 800 1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. You can find me online at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. You're listening to Wall Street. Welcome okay, in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. What's on your financial mind? Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Seriously, that's my goal on this show. Is to try to be as informative and insightful as, pos- as possible. Try to get you to see, like, hey, unemployment, why is it important? that I hear that horrible number that just came out that doesn't make much sense to me. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Money, investing, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. We want to talk about the top t- stories of tech this year. I don't know. Is that something that intrigues you? Is that something that works for you? You know, to me, some of the big stories today: the McRib's back. Sure. Samsung has a new ad about how Mrs. Claus is Santa Claus a sex video while on a sleigh ride. I still don't think kids need to see that. Kids be kids for one more year. Weapon makers, Smith and & Wesson and Sturm Ruger are down as constantly considering banning high-passing magazines as well as other measures. Is it too late? Are there so many guns in the system right now? Maybe. Let's talk about some of the top things we could talk about this time of year. You can save on a movie pass subscription. It's a new app that lets users see as many movies as they want for a monthly fee. 25 to 40 bucks. So, if you go to see a lot of movies per month, idea, I'd prefer you go to Costco and get your AMC Regal Movie Theater 10 packs there at 35 bucks and see what you really want to see. But some cities right now will let you go and for 15, 20, 30, 40 bucks a month, depending on what city you live in, see as many movies as you want. It's kind of like a buffet of movie theater passes. Cable can be incredibly expensive this time of year. Dexter just did it on Showtime, and afterwards they're like, look what's coming up next year on Showtime. I'm like, look what I'm going to do tomorrow morning. I'm going to cancel Showtime until Dexter comes on next year. Cable can be expensive. It starts at 30 bucks a month. It runs up to 160 bucks a month. But Hulu, Netflix are all pretty cheap. If you want alternatives, they're out there. Ditch your daily coffee habit. I know you're saying, aren't habits just for nuns? They are. Not. Habits are addictive. Dump your daily coffee habit. Rescue your finances. It's just an easy way of showing you that, you know. I typically drink two rock stars in the morning. Dropping down to one saves me fifty bucks a month. They're two fifty a drink, right? It's twelve bucks a week. Oh my god, that's fifty bucks a month. What's fifty bucks a month? Sixty bucks a year. No, it's six hundred bucks a year, right? to Get your calls in there. Let's get it to Josh. Hi, Rob. Um, love your show. I uh, I'm hearing I had uh, I'm hearing a lot about big data in the news, and that's like the next hot thing. I want you to hear uh, your comments on it. I'll uh, take uh, your answer off the phone. Thank you. This is gonna disappoint you, but I don't have a lot of opinions on it. Um, I kind of wish that I did. There's a lot of tech trends that are out there, whether it's companies like Amazon that resell their space, whether it's companies that back up storage for you. I think what this year was to online businesses. I think you'll continue to see growth in backup storage and you know, Apple's caught a lot of flack this year because their site not their site, but their backup technology doesn't work kinda as promised. One of the things that I love about my phone, and I think you can all kinda go with me on this one, is that I take pictures on it. I make videos. Whether it's said beautiful girl or whether it's a sunset, right? Like, oh, my God, look at the sunset. Well, I want to see it next week and next week and next week and next week and next week. I think companies like Facebook continue to play in that quote-unquote big data world. I think it's pretty well defined. I think you could already find companies that do big data backups, like EMC. To me, some of the bigger stories this year versus that is A, no one's really talking about this, but Windows 8 is just a disaster. I wish people would talk a little bit more about that because it's a disaster they got a 12% upgrade error that is affecting the computers, which if you were in a presentation that were to happen, you would freak out. Certainly Facebook going public this year is big. And again, tying into the caller, Jamesh, I think that was his name. Let me take a quick look. To Josh, to Josh. Uh, People keep uploading photos. Scott Forsall, who was Apple's CEO in waiting, was fired because no one really likes him. Big story. Marissa Meyer, she quits at Google. She becomes CEO of Yahoo. I love her. I want to marry her. I want to make mini, 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 build with her. She's a charismatic CEO, is what I'm trying to say. Facebook acquired which I still don't really get Instagram. I do, but I don't. Steve Snosky was fired by Steve Ballmer two weeks after Windows 8 launch. Again, telling you that it's a flawed product. And no one's willing to say anything. Like HP won't say it, Best Buy won't say it, because Microsoft has a muzzle on them. Samsung's a huge winner this year. Some people say they're the top tech company as far as products go. Microsoft released Windows 8 on the Surface. The Surface is particularly significant. Because it's Microsoft's first direct hardware. It's the first time they've ever made a PC. And that competes with HP and Dell. Passion Wars were a big story this year. Zynga was a huge story. Which I still find creepy. They purchased, oh my god, pop. OMG, pop. $200 million its draw something. Fad. Whoopsie. Oops, you just purchased a fad. Groupon had some severe layoffs. Their CEO is a 32, 33-year-old guy who's just clearly, clearly and above his head. The deal space shrank this year. Big story this year in technology, the iPad mini, the iPhone 5. I think next year you're going to see the iPhone 5S. And the iPhone 6. I think that's going to be the story of Apple next year is faster. Google has some self-driving cars. And Google's got these head glasses band things that they're starting to show prototypes of. In three to five years, those will be standard or more standardized. The cost may not be down enough. But cheaper, cheaper and cheaper computing is. Very high chance that you continue to see developments of self-driving cars and computers that you can wear. Apple and Google both have them coming. Hmm. There's a company called Color that received forty million dollars in a pre-launch IPO. That was egregious. So we're starting to get back to the point of egregiousness. Some people say, Rob Black, what book should I read? I don't know. I can't answer that for you. What do I look like? A librarian? Oh, I can tell you one thing. Sylvia Berscoloni, one of the top dudes in Italy, 75 plus years old, dating a 27 year old. (laughs) Sweet. Right? You with me on that one? How inappropriate is that relationship? 50 years difference. Oh no, I'm sorry, 48 years roughly. Says it makes him less lonely. (laughs) Me too, just looking. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Politics have a big play in investments. We'll talk some books to buy, some books to read, and much, much more.
1: You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeartRadio Station.
2: Welcome back in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and much, much more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. I try to make that part of the show's informality, so to speak, it should be easy to talk money. I'm surprised how few people do. I'm a little bit straught by it. When we last left off, I was talking about Sylvia Berscaloni. He announced his engagement to a twenty seven year old woman. Fifty years his junior makes him feel less lonely. This is a financial lesson. I'm not saying she's a gold digger. I'm not saying he's a cradle robber. His first wife he was married from nineteen sixty five to nineteen eighty five. He's married for twenty years to his first wife. Okay, let's do the math on Francesca Pascali. 27 years old, puts her at what? 1980? would put her at 32? Oh, good golly. She was born in 1985? He's a tycoon. He said his sister's recently died. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So Let's go back to the math there. She was born in 85. His first wife, he divorced in 1985. His first wife, he was married to in 1965. First is fighting charges that he had sex with an underage prostitute. A 17-year-old exotic dancer whose nickname was Ruby the Heart Stealer. There's an incredible machination that goes on in the world of men and women, power and money. Be careful how you marry. Be careful how you divorce. It's expensive. I myself... I've stopped spending money on plastic bottles. I spent a ridiculous amount of money $20 on a canteen. Canteen, water bottle, whatever you want to call it. It's called SIG, S I G G. Lightweight, durable, eco friendly, multiple colors, BPA, and flight free. So it doesn't compromise the taste of the water. Couple other things you can think about. Some really good headphones. You know, you need your tunes, I get that. You yep. exercise, you're on the go. Get some good headphones. $10. No. They're cheap, they're not going to last. Spend a little bit of money. There's some uh, headphones that I recently bought called your beats u r b e a t s they're ninety nine bucks but they're durable they're ninety nine bucks so I'm um, worried about them. If you know what I'm saying I don't necessarily throw them away strongly consider what's called a smart strip This is a new uh power strip it's got you know six seven plugins It shows you which devices should be plugged in where so that it saves the maximum efficient amount of money. Tired of paying for music that you find doesn't age terribly well? Please, please, please consider Pandora. So instead of going out and buying a CD or DVD of Christmas music favorites, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, jump on Pandora. Calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. We can talk about favorite books. I'm not a big fan of pushing you off and boring you with books that will boggle your mind. I think there are some must read investment books. The first one, The Intelligent Investor, by Benjamin Graham, it's published in 1949. People consider it to be uh, Warren Buffett's Bible, if you were to say that. Princeton economist, a guy named Burton Mackey, wrote a book called A Random Walk Down Wall Street. Now, the random walk hypothesis or thesis is that market prices are essentially random and therefore cannot be reliably predicted over the long term. talks about the index fund. I like The Four Pillars of Investing by Bill Bernstein, William Bernstein. He's a neurologist, founder of an investment advisory firm, a financial theorist. Common sense strategy for building a portfolio that gives you a chance for success. If you ever want to see how stupid people can be, read Extraordinary. Popular Delusions and the Madness of Crowds by, Scott, uh, by Charles McKay this goes back to 1841 where it basically starts debunking myths on alchemy, fortune telling haunted houses he describes bubbles like the South Sea Company, the Dutch Tulip Mania it still influences people the madness of crowds and the final book that I'll throw out there for you is Unconventional Success you know, his bottom line, David Swinson Swinson, talked about shifting assets from traditional stocks bonds to less liquid alternative assets. It's been pretty influential. He makes uh, unconventional success approaches. He focuses on investing in low cost index funds and Rails gets high fees. He wants fiduciary responsibility. Calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. You can find me on Twitter, Rob Black Show. Facebook group page, I Hate Rob Black. And YouTube, Rob Black Show. Don't forget to tell friends. Have a good holiday season. Please mourn the loss of children. A lot of people need that right now. It's Rob Black, Your Money, on the Wall Street Business Network. The views and opinions expressed by
0: Rob Black.